here is a list of a hundred fun questions and you haven't seen this list I have it in my hand but we'll just start with the first one so the first question is what's something you always wanted to do as a child but never got to do um, I would probably just say um, I don't know I don't know I think uh, what I would say just off the top of my head is I probably would have liked to try different sports, which is, it would have been difficult looking back on it because um, the sports I did participate in just took up so much time. But, like, I always think of it would have been fun to try something like baseball, you know? Yeah. I I would say I wish I would, could have, like, played travel hockey or something mm -hmm. like that because... I feel like if I would have started earlier, I would have been better at hockey. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I could have ended up being better, like, actually maybe making the NHL. I don't know. Yeah, and I definitely don't look at it as, like, a regret. It's just something, like, if I had to go back, it would be something interesting to do, you know? Yeah. Um, hmm. Here's another fun one. So, what famous artist dead or alive would you want to paint your portrait which artist like an artist i'm not a huge uh, art fanatic so oh i thought you meant like music music I thought, artist i thought that's where that was going to we could just say music artist and i'll yeah. just i would say i would want tom petty tom petty <laughs> yeah. that's a good one um Hmm. I'm going to go with a band and I'd probably say like instead of a, a painting portrait I'd like Nickelback to write a song about me because I feel like uh, Nickelback I know that's, that can be a controversial opinion but they're a damn good band and they uh, some of their songs they write have a lot of meaning behind them um, hmm. Let's see if we have another fun one here Oh, if you could get rid of uh, one disease in the world, what would it be? It's kind of an interesting uh, question to think of right now. Definitely coronavirus. Coronavirus, yeah. Um, I think I'd probably have to stick with the, it's probably a cliche answer, but probably cancer. It's been around a lot longer, and I think if you look at the numbers, it, it does a lot more damage than corona has up to know. this point i just want to get rid of corona's effect cancer has never affected like like you know the every everything. single person on the planet yeah yeah it's like it hasn't like destroyed the economy like cancer's just been around i don't know <laughs> right yeah yeah that's a good point like Corona has, has taken a grip on literally every person on the planet in every corner. Yeah. You know. If you could get away with a crime, would you? And if yes, what would it be? If I could. If you could. It, well, it's, it's asking would you want to get away would with I a get crime. It? But let's take that part out of it. If you, if you could, could get, get away with a crime, then what would I do? I would definitely steal money. <laughs> Stealing money? Yeah, that's good. Um, along the same lines, I'd probably have to say, like, tax evasion. Yeah. I, I would just love to not have to pay taxes for the rest of my life and get away with it and keep the money that I make. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. What are two things you would do if you woke up to find yourself completely invisible? Two things I would do? Completely invisible. Um, I don't know. Probably something like being naked. I would like go out in public naked. Yeah. For sure. I'd have to try it, and be, it'd be just really weird. <laughs> like walk right into Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of fun. 
I don't know. It's gonna be a tough one. Like, actually, you would have to walk in. You'd have to walk naked all the time. It'd be like Fantastic Four. Yeah. Invisible, like you have to have. You have to be naked to be invisible. That's true. So. Yeah, probably along the same lines. I just probably go out in public and like. I would mess with people for sure. Yeah, mess with people and like. You would just like pick up a cup and like mess with them and drink uh, and, and freak them out. That's a good one, actually. I was thinking more along the lines of like trying to get in on secret conversations and stuff, but that would be a lot more fun. Um, so this is kind of a similar question, but if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? Hmm. I think for me it would probably be flying. I always thought that would be... Flying or teleporting? Teleporting. Like, I wish you could just teleport to anywhere on the planet. Yeah, now, to add to that part, would, like, teleport anywhere on the planet, or would you also add in teleport anywhere in time? Ooh. Time travel would time be travel? insane. That yeah. would be pretty damn cool, depending on the time you want to travel to. Yeah. What is the worst job you've ever had? Um, Probably a janitor. Janitor job. Cleaning toilets is not fun. Yeah, that would suck. For me, I'd probably have to say when I worked in the grill at McDonald's. Like, looking back on it now, I guess it wasn't that bad, but I don't know. It, just long hours in a hot, greasy kitchen making food for other people. It just didn't do anything for me, and I certainly don't want to go back to that anytime in the near future. Yeah. What's the funniest movie you've ever seen? I would probably say we're, we're the Millers. Have you seen that? I have. That is a pretty good one. Um, kind of similar to that. I would probably go with the grown-up movies. Yeah. I find those, are, those were pretty funny back in the day. I find normally I don't even, like, I don't normally laugh in, like, comedy movies. Like, truly laugh. Yeah, I find I just laugh because like you're in the movie theater and everybody else is giggling and you just kind of giggle a little bit. Yeah, it's so much more funny when they can cast an actual comedian who can who knows how to frame lines and jokes rather than just sticking an actor in a movie who is. It's obvious that they're just reciting lines. I find that not to be as funny. Would you agree? Yeah. I feel like this delay, there's like a delay on... I know there is. <laughs> it's messing, it's messing up. Yeah, I'm trying to ignore it. We're like, so we're doing a podcast and we're just trying this out, so... Yeah, this is a... There's a big delay. It's a quick test run. I hear my own voice like three seconds after it comes out. It's like the there's like a game that you can play where you have to try to read something. Yeah. And you have playback in your ears. Oh yeah, that would be hard. <laughs> Which Disney princess do you find to be most attractive? Disney, obviously, Cinderella. Cinderella, yeah, I would probably have to agree with that. And uh, or the whistling one that talks to animals. Oh, Snow White? Is that Snow White? No, that's. I don't think it's Snow White, is it? I don't know. I'm not too familiar with all the Disney princesses. <laughs> I don't know them. I feel like there are a lot more than there used to be when we were like young. Oh yeah, definitely. They got a. Yeah, like, just to have a different answer than you, I'd probably go with Belle, Cinderella who's, and who's Belle. Belle. From Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Okay. What kind of phone was your first cell phone? Mine was a... It was a slide. Yeah, same. The slide and the, the tap, the little tiny tapping button. Yep, slide-out keyboard, tiny little screen... 
couldn't really do anything other than talk and text. Yeah. I remember I used to, like, I used to, like, uh, go scootering all the time. And I would do, like, tricks and stuff. And it kept, like, falling out of my pocket and hitting the concrete, like, so many times. And I would just, every time, I thought it was, it was going to break. Those were durable little suckers back yeah, then. Yeah, like, that, you could never do that now. I think I, I got my first, like, smartphone, like, second semester of grade nine. So that would have been, like, eight and a half years ago. Yeah. Which isn't that long ago when you think about it, and how far they've come from then. I think that was like the old tiny little iPhone four. Yeah, I I got my touchscreen one in grade ten. I got like a Samsung. Oh, okay. On a scale from one to ten, what's the highest level of pain you've ever been in? Um, I would say a seven or eight. Every time I've like, uh, basically like popped my knee at a place kind of thing. Like, yeah, I don't know what it's called, but like I tore tendons or whatever in it. Okay. So, Were you playing hockey at the time? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I've done it. I've done it a couple times, and it's just like it keeps happening, and it just pisses me off every time. It takes a while to heal. Yeah, it'll take like a whole month in order for me to heal up and be good, and it's just like hmm, that's interesting. Reoccurring injury kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I think for me, like I've had a pretty major surgery on my foot and that was pretty painful afterwards but aside from that I think it would have to be the time I dislocated my pinky finger playing rugby and it wasn't actually the, the dislocation that hurt it was afterwards at the hospital when they had to put it back into place mm -hmm. I remember this doctor comes in and he puts his little latex gloves on and grabs a hold of it and tells me what he's going to do so this guy braced himself with his foot on the bed, and I think my dad was, like, holding my arm, and they pulled in opposite directions, and for, like, five seconds, it's, it was, like, a, a pain of ten. Like, I could have punched <laughs> the guy, and he slipped off it the first time. Wow. Oh, that was bad. Actually, I have another story I could say for pain. I swear this was probably the worst, but it was, maybe it was because I was young. I don't know. I was really young. And we were camping at this campsite, mm -hmm. so, and there was like a playground, right? There was a wooden slide that had, the paint was like chipping off and it was old. And the slide was made out of wood? Yeah, this slide was made out of wood. I don't know if I've ever seen that. <laughs> so I was just young and stupid, like I was probably like five years old. Of course. So I go down it, and I get the biggest sliver in my ass. Oh, my God. And me being stupid and young at the time, I'm like, I didn't want to tell anyone. Yeah. So I, I, I let it sit in my ass for, like, a day. And, like, my parents knew. They, like, knew something was up. Right. Because I was like... It, every time I sat down, I was, like, wincing. <laughs> and uh, I, and then I had to tell them. I was like, I got something in my bum. <laughs> and so they, my, uh, my cousin, Michael, you remember him, right? Yeah, yeah. He, um, he was camping there with us. And him and my dad had to hold me down on the bed. And they ripped it out, and I was just screaming my ass off. Oh, it I can was, imagine. Especially was, being, like, embedded in there for a day. Yeah, it was, like, healing over, probably. Yeah, like, probably. Like, I'm pretty sure I had a scar for a long time from it. You're lucky it didn't get infected or anything. Yeah. Wow, wooden slide. That's the first thing I've ever heard of that. Yeah. It's probably a good reason you don't see too many of them. 
Yeah. Who's the most famous person you've ever met? I've not. I haven't even met a lot of famous people. Like, I've just met a bunch of UFC or uh, WWE people. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. But I haven't really met them. Like, I've just kind of seen them. Yeah, it's probably the same for me. Like, we met that Rick Rude or whatever. Oh, Bobby Rude. Bobby yeah, Rude. Wrestling thing. I don't know, probably, like... I, I, I guess I didn't really meet him. But I was, like, three feet away from Chris Angel mm-hmm. at one point in my life. So that's... that's <laughs> I was three feet away. I was three feet away from Chris Angel, so... Yeah, but you, you met, uh, I think, your best... Um, Famous person you've met is um, the fact sufficient guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> what's his name? Dave Mercer. Dave Mercer. He's, well, he's famous in our minds. I don't. Yeah. Ninety nine <laughs> of the rest of the world wouldn't have any idea who he is. I know, because we used to we used to wake up and watch it <laughs> at seven a.m. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, oh, we, let's set an alarm. Cool. We gotta watch facts of fishing. Tape the shows on the VCR. I still, I still have them. Really? I have facts of fishing. The facts of I have three um, DVDs of facts of fishing. Oh. And they're probably the worst quality. Ever. And I'm pretty sure all the episodes are like free on YouTube now or something. Probably. Yeah, that was a big deal back then. I love how we used to like, we used to record on a VHS. Oh, I know. Like I recorded, like I would like go back and like cut it out. It was like editing. You had to like edit almost. That's yeah. how VHSs work. Yeah. It, they're almost like editing videos. It was, like, the same thing back in the day when we used to, like, order wrestling pay-per-views. Like, before the network and everything, we actually had to pay, like, 50 bucks or whatever it was. Yeah. And, like, I always felt that. You had to tape it. You had to pay value, right? What happens if you wanted to watch it later? So I remember having a whole bunch of, like, wrestling pay-per-views and stuff uh, taped on a VHS tape. And I I don't think I've touched a VCR in years. I know. The only time we ever use it is for uh, home videos. Yeah, that's true. Because my mom hasn't switched them over to, like, uh, DVDs yet. I think one day, though, maybe, like, how vinyl records came back. Yeah. You never know. Maybe VCRs will get big. Tamagotchi's got big again. People who want to watch the old Disney classics on that. Yeah, they're like, oh, you just can't beat it. You just can't beat the VHSs, man. <laughs> the best. It's just nostalgia, man. Honestly, though, they'd probably take one look at it and be like, well, oh, that's the worst quality I've ever seen. I know. It's because, like, my dad will be like, oh, vinyl. Vinyl is the best sounding music. It's all, like, crackly and yeah. shit. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> Uh, so here's another one. If you could start a collection of one kind of item, what would it be? Hmm. I would probably start a collection of guitars, I think. I feel like it'd be, like, a cool collection, like, because you could hang them up in your house and it would look cool. And it's expensive, too. That's true. Like, I guess depending on the types of guitars you're into, but, like, there's just so many different kinds. It's that's something like would that would never end. Yeah. Right? And you can also get use out of the collection. You know, you can like yeah, take it true. out and be like, you can play it. Yeah. I feel like with like memorabilia and stuff, it's just like, oh, it's just in a case. Yeah. For sure. And with guitars too, like so many big bands now, like. I know, um, like, Gene Simmons, for example, and Paul Stanley of KISS, they each have their own signature bass and guitar, right? So if you, yeah. were, if you were into big bands like KISS, you could collect each of your favorite artists' guitar, I guess, too, right? Yeah. I don't know. Probably for me, like, I always thought it would be cool to have, like, a room of 
like legit historic memorabilia. Like people think I'm crazy, but like this last summer, I bought a piece of coal from the Titanic. Holy. And it's like certified <laughs> and everything. And I'm like, yeah, it's just a piece of coal. But like, <laughs> I don't know. I get in my own head. I'm like, it's so cool. It's like, so this, old. This thing sat on the ocean floor for like, right. like 85 years. <laughs> and like something like the Titanic is so memorable, right? Like it's, it's, it's a household name. Yeah. Sports memorabilia too would be cool, I think. Even uh, collecting, like, cars would be cool, too. Oh, Like, yeah, from sure. different eras. You could just collect cars from each era or something. Oh, yeah. That'd be nuts. Sometimes when you watch that Barrett-Jackson auto thing, some of those car collections those guys have are crazy. Yeah. I saw a meme today, and it was like... Uh, I don't know who it was, but this this guy has like a hundred and twenty eight billion dollars or something, right? And it's like there's seven billion people in the world. He could give away like a like million a million to each yep. person and and like still poverty and yeah. he'd still be fine. <laughs> like But he's selfish, you know. Yeah, well, it comes comes back to that like, whole one percent thing, right? How? Like, I don't even understand. It's like if I on GTA, you could do like a cheat code where you could just get like billions of dollars, and like there was in the game, I there's no way you could even spend it all. Like, there's just yeah. no way. Like, it was impossible because you just bought every single thing in the game. I mean, I'm sure it would work differently with the, with real life, but I'm, I mean, what, what more can you buy? Like, right. I don't know. Well, and I guess it, it depends exactly what you're talking about, too. Like, do you have 128 billion cash or do you have cash and assets? Yeah. Because that's, I, I, I read that about Jeff Bezos one day and it makes sense, right? He's the richest guy on earth, but so much of his net worth is tied up in assets, right? It's not in companies. It's like right. companies. Like he owns companies right. and they're worth this much. And it's just like companies and stock and all kinds of things. And it's like right? he's not going to just sell a company. Like... Right. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you could you could get a hold of that money if you really wanted to. Yeah. But it's not like he's got a bank account sitting there with 128 um, billion. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting uh, thing to think about, though. What's your favorite viral YouTube video? Hmm. That's kind of tough because I've There's watched just so many. So many YouTube videos. A recent one, though, that I can think of that I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, it was on. It's a YouTube video. It was all over Facebook and everything else. So it's this guy, and I think he's he's a retired RCMP officer, and he lives in Halifax. And he records himself on his back porch every night feeding these raccoons hot dogs and cookies and peanut butter sandwiches. And it's the stupidest thing you could ever look at, but you can't look away because this guy has like 30 fat raccoons <laughs> eating out of his hand, sitting on his shoulder. He has names for all of them somehow. And uh, so this guy, I guess, has had a YouTube channel for like three or four years now, but he never had too many views. There was this one video that he made earlier this month that really wasn't, wasn't much different than what he'd been doing before. It's got like 20 million views or something. It just blew right up. Wow. But you should check that out. It's kind of funny. I, there's one video that always makes me laugh and it's a viral clip of this, uh, this black newscaster guy mm -hmm. and he he's he's out in this field and he just like opens his mouth and as he's talking some like a bee or something goes in his mouth <laughs> and he just like he spits it out and he starts swearing and he's like the fuck is that <laughs> i think i saw that one I'm like, he's like the, the fuck is that <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, it's hilarious. If you could master one musical instrument, what would it be? I would have to go with guitar. I think. Probably guitar. Yeah. I feel like the guitar, you can just play everything, you know, or like it's just like. Well, and they say that too, like with the guitar and the piano, it's all the same notes, right? So mm -hmm. I feel like if you mastered one, you could kind of branch out into so many more instruments, like a bass or a piano yeah. or something, right? It's like the flute, like there's only right. so much you can do with the flute. Right. That's with true. the guitar, you can. There's so many. There's six strings or whatever, right? There's so many notes you can change up. What do you think phones like will be? It will be like in ten years. Ooh, that's a good question. They're definitely at one point. They're gonna be like see-through, like the Tony Stark one. Mm-hmm. I, I've already heard some guy was saying, like, they already have a prototype, like, made. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, things like FaceTime went to, like, hologram. Stuff, yeah, stuff I like know. That. Maybe not in the next ten years, but, like, I don't think it's that far off. No. They already have screens that can fold. Oh, yeah. Like, I love how fast, like... Everything is moving. I swear I watched a video on that, and it's just like, we're moving so fast. In the past, like, 20 years, it's like, we've gone so far. We're so advanced compared to, like, 20 years from now. Yeah. Like, it was like, we just got internet, like, 20 years ago or whatever, right? It's like, right. we just got phones not too long ago. And we're already fucking... And, and you wonder, like, is, is that type of development infinite? Like, does it just... Does that go forever? Or have we yeah, seen or do we just Yeah, like, is it going to get much better than this? Like, like in technology-wise? Like, are we really going to have flying cars? Probably not. Like, I'm not a tech genius, but, like, it's, it's an interesting question. How far can you go with it? Yeah. Like, uh, I know this has been discussed before, but, like... You know how you can, like, uh, with your, your wallet, your electronic wallet on your phone right now, that type of thing, right, where you can pay with your phone, and it's through your debit or your credit card. I think within the next 10 years, it's going to be a pretty popular thing to have, like, a microchip in your wrist or something. Yeah. You don't even need your phone, but, but somehow you're, like, your body is Bluetooth <laughs> to it. And that's, it's going to be like your Apple Watch that counts your steps, and you can pay for your dinner with it and everything There's, like that, right? Elon Musk is doing that. He's working on it. He's working on it. He's planning it in your brain. I'll, I will never get something like that. No. A chip in your in your wrist. Oh, I also, I also heard, uh, did you hear there was a company that did that with their employees or yeah, something? Yeah, it was like an injection. They injected yeah, something. They injected a chip to yeah. attract them. <laughs> Yeah, and they could, like, everything in their building was all, like, they didn't have a in order. Yeah, everybody just clicked in with their wrist. Oh, it's so crazy to think about. And how, how easily you could be tracked and hacked. And... I know. I just love how money is just, like, not even physical anymore. Oh, yeah, I know. It's just insane. Yeah, like, makes... How is it even real then? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... How it's just a number on a screen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, oh, yeah. just, it's just a number on a screen. So why does it even matter? But think about, think about like, what you just said there in the stock market. Like, those just, numbers just go up and down based on what a few people decide. And yeah. then, you know, you, you have just one day out of the blue where you have, like, just billions and billions of dollars of people's money that aren't it, it isn't really physical it isn't cash necessarily but somebody decides that nothing's worth anything anymore and it crashes yeah and somebody's got your money like that money doesn't just disappear and people think of it as like oh i just lost i lost my investment in the stock market well you did but somebody else has it now yeah right it's it's so crazy to think about that way
And it also makes me wonder, like, is our generation, do we view spending in the same way? Like, do, has it changed spending habits? Like, back in the day when you could only pay with cash, it's something that you could physically see and feel. Right? Yeah. You could see how much money was in your wallet, and that's what you had to spend. Now everything's electronic. Like, you can e-transfer money back and forth or whatever. Like, freaking that. It's just like... You, you don't think about it the same way because you never actually see it. Yeah. We're it's, probably too early to start, like, doing studies and stuff like that on it. But, like, I think down the road that's going to be an interesting thing to look at. It's crazy. Like, imagine if they just, like, they're just like, oh, money doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Well, I wonder what the world would just be like. It's just like... Yeah, well, I guess it would affect, affect the uh, power dynamic a lot, right? Because... Everything's equal. Like, right, nothing. right. Everybody's Money and power now. go together. Yeah. That or unless... Imagine if, like, in the future, they change... They change, like, currency. Currency is different. Like, you get, like, it's like a Black Mirror episode or mm -hmm. something, where it's, like, the government tracks what you do, and they just kind of, like, give you currency points for being a human. You know what I mean? It's, like, um, so they just wipe all money. All money is wiped. And everybody starts off as at zero. There was a Black Mirror episode kind of like this, where... They, they just, like, you got currency for doing anything. So, like, if you rode your bike, you got currency all day. So if you rode your bike all day, you would get, like, a lot of currency. And you could use that currency to buy things in just, like, real life. But it's just a lot. I don't know. So, like, did, with something like that, do people even work anymore? I know, exactly. Like, do businesses exist? <laughs> no, I don't think so. So, ba so everything is controlled through the government then? Like, your food and clothing and everything is controlled yeah. through the government? It's this one thing where it's just like, they, it's going to be bland. That could be the future where it's just bland and everything's one thing. No, it's just like, everybody eats the same thing. I could honestly see that happening. I don't know. Yeah, but it's almost like a communism idea, right? Where you know, the government takes everybody's money and... And they just tell you what you're doing. They're like, okay, hey, you're going to be the bike riders. You're going to be the servers. Yeah. Nobody has choices, you know what I mean? And nobody is necessarily has power over you unless there's somebody involved with the government, right? Like, I don't think, even if you eliminated currency, like you're saying, you're ever going to truly eliminate, like, the power dynamic, because you're going to have, then, the people that are in the government running things. Yeah. But then you're going to have the people that, that are smart, and, like, they're doc there's, like, doctors and yeah. stuff. Like, they know what they're doing. So they're going to be higher. They're going to be like, oh, I'm eating steaks. Right. Yeah, there's going to be corruption somewhere, always, <laughs> right? But that's an interesting idea. And it definitely goes along with the idea of, like, money being just an electronic thing that you don't necessarily see. Yeah. Like, something that has always freaked me out, as soon as I learned that that's what happens, was, like, so you take, you take mo your money and you put it in a bank, right? Well, that bank turns around and lends your money to somebody else. And there is potentially a situation someday, like in a stock market crash, where the, your money that you have sitting in a bank, you try to go get it, and they go, oh, we don't have it. Yeah. That's insane. Like, are you better off to just take the cash out and put it in your pillowcase? I know. I honestly thought of that, too, like just buying a safe. And yeah. just Because it's like, okay, the money that I have in there, how do I know they have that much money at the bank? You know what I'm right. saying? It's like, so I have to take it out in chunks. So if something major happens, I can't even take that cash out because it's like, they'll, they'll, they won't have money. Right. It's like, yeah. Well, and like in a lot of cases, right? If there was like, if we came to a day where it was 
apocalyptic worldwide fire. apocalypse where it was just a worldwide disaster. You try to get into a bank and get your money out, you're right, it would be impossible. And what happened with toilet paper and COVID. <laughs> and money wouldn't even be worth anything in an apocalyptic situation, no. I don't think. No. It would it would pretty much be back to like medieval times, right? Yeah. That's why I'd honestly like uh, an apocalypse, <laughs> to be honest. I feel like it's just like, it probably just benefits the poor people the most. Probably. Because they're like, oh, finally, like, I have like a, a fresh start almost, you know? It's like, I could, I was so, it's like... Uh, Daryl Dixon or whatever from The Walking Dead. Yeah. He's, like, a bum, you know, in the real world. And, like, he wasn't doing well in the real world. But in the apocalypse, he's, like, the king. Because he's, like, the best at killing and stuff like that, you know? Right. Uh, it, it would essentially just kind of almost turn upside down the whole hierarchy, right? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, like... And you're right, like, the the middle class, working class type people, I think would be the ones that would strive through that. Or, or I guess the better word would be, would be thrive yeah. or something like that because that's the socioeconomic class where you have people that know how to build things and people who know how to farm and all <laughs> those sorts of things, right? Yeah. People at the top who are like, we're bankers or whatever, yeah, they might be smart with that type of thing. But it doesn't that, work in, a, in that, that situation. When that stuff disappears, you're going to have to have some pretty basic skills that you might not know how to do. Yeah. Well, that question uh, got pretty interesting there. Yeah, we went off on a tangent there. Uh, so here's another money question. If money were no object, where in the world would you choose to live? Hmm... I don't know, probably a secluded island, but with everything there. Yeah. I would I would be like Dana White and do Fight Island kind of thing. Was, I would imagine if you could do you could have your own island and just like put anything you want on it. Mhm. That'd be awesome. I don't know if this is like allowed for or if it was what the question meant, but I would if money were no object I would probably ha- like to have like three or four very different places like around the world that you could just go to yeah, whenever you feel like it, right? Not necessarily having one place you're stuck at. Yeah. But like I don't – I like I like what we have in North America. Like things are pretty decent for the most part. Mm-hmm. So if I had a place in North America, I'd probably like it to be a little more secluded and private, but – I, f- I feel like I've always said, like, if I won the lottery, I would probably have, like, different houses. Like, I would have one house, like, here, near here or something. Yeah. And then I would go down to Florida in the wintertime. Like, I would just go into a warm climate every time. Yeah. I've always loved the idea, and I still might do it someday, of having, like, I don't know, like, a, a legit cabin. Like, not, like, a cottage with you know, all your regular amenities and everything, but like a cabin in the woods type thing. Not like from a A really small cabin. Right, that's extremely basic. Yeah. Right? You just have like minimal furniture. You don't have like a TV or anything. Like the cheapest thing you could ever buy and you're like the richest person. (laughs) Oh yeah, exactly. And then like, like a place you could go for like a weekend or a week or whatever where you could just kind of like reset yourself and it... Like, yeah. it wouldn't be as stressful, and you wouldn't have to worry about your phone dinging all the time. I swear, I, f- I remember, like, Joe Rogan talking about it, and he's, like, he's always, like, anytime you're actually in the woods, you just feel a lot different. Like, you feel clearer, like, you think oh, way yeah. more clear. And, like, he was, like, there's got to be, like, there's, like, something about phones and technology that interferes with our brain waves like mm-hmm. obviously there's like all this wi-fi and shit going through the air so it's obviously got to interfere with something oh yeah there has to be something to it you know 
somehow, but there's no way to test it, like kind of thing. I yeah, and and having something like an escape like that would be like literally unplugging yourself because yeah. technology has gotten so good at like literally addicting addicting us to it. <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. Have you ever saved someone's life? No, I have not. You've saved your brother's life a couple times, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most memorable one is uh, my grandparents took us to the beach when we were younger. I was probably like 8, 9, 10, something like that. So he would have been 6-ish, 5, 6. So we're at the beach this one night. And it's a fairly shallow beach, and we aren't out very far at all. So we're out about 10 feet or so apart from each other. And then I see him. He all of a sudden just disappears underwater, and he's not coming back up. So my immediate reaction was to go towards him, right? Well, as soon as I got to where he was, I fell in this hole, too. So come to find out it was this giant hole in the in the sand underwater. I have no idea why it was there or how it got there. But I remember, uh, like, flailing around, being able to grab him with my arms, and I stubbed my toe on a rock as I was kicking, and I stood up on this rock and held him up. Wow. So that was pretty interesting. I went to... Uh... Point Peely the other last week or something. Oh yeah, it's it wasn't very memorable. Like I was like I was kind of hoping for more, and it's like there's like marsh. Pretty <laughs> so much. It's like a swamp. Right. And I'm like, and then you, I had to. We were gonna go to the um, the actual point, but they had it blocked off because of COVID. They were like, oh, there's too many cars down there. We have to block it off. So we had to walk. We had to, we've already been walking, like, all day. And, like, um, she was like, oh, yeah, it's like a... It was like another, like, two-kilometer walk to the point. Wow. And then we had to walk two kilometers back. Oh, that day, like, we walked, like... I don't know how many. It was like 15,000 steps or something. Holy smokes. Was there a lot of people gathered at the point? Not really. I just feel like there's too many. There's cars. Okay. Oh, and then there was this one. Okay. There was like a lookout tower. Mm-hmm. And there, there was a stupid sign saying like limit of one group up there or something. Or limit of. It's like. We're outside. Who cares? Exactly. <laughs> like, and we, we didn't really see the person up there. There was like two, two, like a couple up there, and it's like a big lookout tower. And it's like we start walking up there, and this guy's like, "Hey, uh, we're we're waiting. It's only one group of one or something." Well, and who's monitoring how long? Yeah, they nobody up there. Yeah. Because there's there some was, selfish people that would just stay out there for hours. I, I know. There was no security guard or nothing, so it's just like... And I was just like, is it really worth the wait? Like, I was like, I don't... What are we going to do? Look at the swamp from above or something? Like, who cares? Yeah. It's just, like, not worth waiting. Like, there's too much... I hate, like, the lines in stores. Like, it's like, before all this... It's like we didn't even have to wait in line for some stupid store. Like HomeSense has like got some big ass lineup, and there's you go in there and there's probably nothing you're even gonna buy anyway. Right. Oh, well, and if like this whole COVID thing too has brought people that wouldn't normally do like outdoorsy stuff like that. It's drawn them to it, right? Like visiting Point Peely is something you probably would have done COVID or not. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that wouldn't. But now that they have nothing else to do. Yeah. Well, it's funny because they're they're like they're like, oh, we gotta stay we gotta stay away from each other, blah blah blah. But 
You're gonna, you're restricting us from other things? So you restrict us from all this shit, right? So now everybody finds other things to do. So the only thing to do is go outside. So people are just gonna gather in parks. Right. Like, they, and it, they've already been doing that. So it, it, nothing works. Like, you can't tell people what to do. <laughs> Freaking, uh, my, my friend has a baby now. He's like 20 years old or something. Really? Yeah. Oof. That's young. I don't know how I could have a baby right now. And we're 23. <laughs> yeah. I was, honestly, I was thinking about this before you came. I was like, honestly, I feel like I don't... Sometimes I feel like I'm not 23. I'm like, I feel like I'm stuck at 21. <laughs> well, yeah, like, I, I think it's because it happens. Though. So, like, once you hit a certain age, and I don't know, like, 18, 19, I guess, it, like, time just goes by so fast. It doesn't seem like year by year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like your birthday kind of just comes around and goes by and, I feel like maybe you're just so busy all the time now. Yeah. I don't know. No, or it's like, honestly, maybe it's your like brain is like just developed fully now. So what if, here's a big conspiracy theory. Here's a theory. It's like, what if your brain, once it's fully developed, time, time to you quickens. Right. You know, like as a child, it's super slow and everything just feels long. Like it's like as a dog, dogs, like everything feels long to them. Like maybe, maybe somebody's already looked into something. And and that's a very interesting idea because like I took quite a few psychology courses in university. And uh, my first year psychology professor, Dr. Mike, I remember him stressing the point that like, yeah, there's all these courses and there's thousands of psychology textbooks. And, but really at the end of the day, as of right now, they're all just theories that people have thought of and somewhat studied. But we don't know much about like human consciousness. Right? It's... it's very, very similar, similar to space, space in a way. Like, like we, we think, think we know a lot about space. space. We don't. <laughs> we don't know what what's out there. there no one goes. I know. Infinite. We don't know that. <laughs> so, like, it's the same thing with like human psychology and consciousness. I love how people say it's like they'll be they'll say, "Oh, it's science. You can't." But, but like, like science, science is just like fake almost. Science like, is theory, right? Yeah, it's but like almost fake. Somebody's thought something up and then designed a study to somewhat prove that it's true. <laughs> but there's no way to for sure know something, right? Yeah. Like even like what? Gravity, you know the equation for gravity? You remember that in physics? Uh, yeah. Uh, gravity equals mass <laughs> times acceleration or something. Why? Why do we need to, uh, an equation for gravity? See, I try to take. I try to take on the the attitude of like the, I think there's a lot that we don't know, and I don't think we're necessarily supposed to know it. And there's people in the world that are like obsessed with having to know these things, and then they develop a belief based on it, and. They try to get everybody else to believe it, too. Like, I'm just happy with accepting that. I think there's just things that we aren't supposed to fully understand as humans. And I think that's okay. And I don't think it's wrong that people try to understand those things. But that's how you end up with all these different theories. And nobody knows what's going on anyways. I know. I find it's always really fun to just talk about stuff like this. Where oh, yeah. you're you just, you can't, nobody can, nobody knows, but you just, it's fun to talk about and 
theorize, you know, and like be like, what do you think? Oh yeah, for sure. You know, it's one of the classic examples would be like the religion thing, right? And like what really happens after you die? Well, no pee. Nobody that we can talk to knows. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of people, millions of people are sure they know, but they don't. They hope, but they don't yeah. know. Well, what about the people that have gone, they've come back to life? That's the thing. Because I've seen videos on that, and oh, I'm yeah, just like, I could believe those people. They're interesting, they but like, that's another thing. We, we can't truly know, because... Was it a dream? Like, yeah, I know. Was it just a dream? Because, because are you truly dead if you can come back to life? That's the thing. Right. They say they were dead. Obviously, yeah, your heart is not beating. Right. Right. It's like, but you're until you can't come back. That's when you're gone, and nobody's ever come back. From, from that, that right? <laughs> right? It's like, like if, if if you came, came back to life, then you didn't, didn't die. Then to me, to me, then you didn't die fully, right? Because your body came back to life. Like you weren't dead, and you weren't you weren't brain dead. You weren't physiologically physiologically gone to an extent where you can't come back. Yeah, like if your brain or your heart was without oxygenated blood for too long then you can't come back so you're right you aren't technically gone gone yeah oh that's a that's a deep topic <laughs> it's an interesting one to think about it's funny how the the gravity somebody probably made the gravity um equation for like war oh yeah you know they were probably like we need to figure out how gravity works so we can, like, shoot this missile, like, perfectly or whatever, right? Even, um, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and this guy was, like, uh, he was saying, like, it's funny how the movies, like, portray war is completely wrong, like, compared to what it really is like. Yeah. And, like... He's like, most of the deaths are friendly fire. Mm. <laughs> because you just don't know who you're shooting at. Right, well, when Even, like, it's super hard to, like, hit a missile at the right spot, you know? Oh, for sure. Well, and especially back in, like, the, the World Wars, for example, when you had they, literally thousands... Like, I guess it doesn't happen as much today with technology, but, like... Back then, when you had nothing else to fight with except thousands and thousands of soldiers, how could you possibly know what yeah, no. you're doing? You're hoping. And I guess that's so pretty dumb. concerning if you were one of those soldiers out there. Mm-hmm. War is stupid. I don't understand it. I have a, I have another theory that um, I was gonna talk about. There's I was thinking about this thing where movies. There's some movies that are made, and they they say um, true story, right? They were true stories. Well, what like it's like there's like a what if life comes full circle and it's like movies like change the future right like they control how you behave kind of thing yeah i think so so if you it's like the screens if you only show if you from now on you only show people like certain things they will act a certain way right so if there's never any violence, there will never be violence again if you, you never show it again. That's my theory. I feel like that could, it could affect it. But I think that theory is really close to, like, propaganda, right? And, and uh, dictatorship led countries like North Korea. That's legitimately what they do. 
the, you have you the have government, government entity, entity that controls, that controls exactly what those what people see in the media, on yeah. TV, in the newspaper, on their phones. And when they can do that, it's it's not that hard to control how people behave, right? Yeah, they they control you through the phone easily. They've done it with like voting and stuff. Like oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah and, and it makes total sense, like what you're saying. If all you see is this one thing, then that becomes all you know, right? Mm-hmm. So if you didn't show, obviously, to eliminate something like violence, aside from its natural part of human behavior, it would make sense that if you... If, if you never saw that in your life. If you never saw violence from the day you were born... You wouldn't know what it was. I, you wouldn't know what it was until you saw it, and then you'd be like, what is that? Right. It's like, yeah... But, but maybe, maybe is, it is it human nature, you know, kind I, of thing. I think with something like that, there has to be some little element that, like... There's something deep down inside of you that, must have that, that you must have rage, you know? Yeah. but like Some kind of violence? It's that idea where when you're born, it's, you're, you're essentially a clean slate, right? Like, you don't know anything. Everything you know, you learn from your environment and the people around you. Right, yeah. it, that that's something to think about, right? I um, <clears throat> I ended up when I was over at my friends. I was like, every time I see like babies, I'm like, I, it's crazy how none of us remember what it was like, you know, to be a baby. It's insane. It, it, I like their world is so much different. But we used to be like that. It's it's insane to think about that. Like you used to be like that. It's like you complete. You just like verge to a different world at some point. Yeah, and I think the sad part of that is like we were probably like the last generation, and maybe it's even more specific to the people that were born within the few years we were born. We were able to maintain like our innocence for a little bit longer. Because we had the first, like, 10 years of our life without, like, social media and internet and all that kind of stuff, right? And now, you're, you're pretty much a baby when you start seeing all that stuff and, like, the horrors of the world and all the crazy stuff that goes on, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's crazy. And you yeah, like, we never had, like, the internet to, like, look it up. We never... I mean, we did have internet, but I... We were never allowed to use no, it. No, and, and the stuff back like the internet was pretty basic right it was it, there was no youtube no so and you didn't have a million like online news sites that were popping up all over the place and, i know. You know so if you didn't see it on tv or nobody told you or you didn't see a movie you wouldn't know that all that stuff existed now like kids have ipads and whatever or smartphones in their hand when they're like three yeah so even even Evelyn knows how to, she knows how to pull up the phone and, like, um, find her show. Like, she just, yeah, like, it's like, my dad can't even freaking <laughs> figure that out. He can't even figure it out. And she's, like, not even two yet. And she's, like, she can find it and play it. See, that it's that's what I mean, like you're even if you're not meaning to expose your kids to stuff like that at such an age they're going to come across it yeah well they don't want her to be exposed to it like but it's just inevitable it's going to happen you have like it's just there yeah and i don't know you just got to figure out ways to like obviously we had internet too but we just weren't allowed to use it or whatever. And obviously you don't want to limit your kids too much because so much of school is online, starting in kindergarten. Now, yeah. there's a, back when we were that age, like, it was the, the most basic, like, computer math games. And I, I can't, what was it, like, Math Circus or something? Oh, yeah. But it was, like, the, the most basic thing you could ever see. And there was that pig game. Remember that pig Save game? Save the sheriff. Yeah. 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 
that that game was so fun. Like the early, early computer type <laughs> games that were supposed to be meant for like learning, but they really weren't. There was a la- remember the Laffy Taffy game too. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh, but like I, really I feel like you could show those games to a kid now that age, and they would be totally bored with it. Mm, maybe. Yeah, but the thing is. They've seen, they've seen a better game, you know what I mean? If you gave it to somebody, like if you gave a, a random game, it's like a, this kid has never seen a video game before and you give him like a Nintendo 64 game, he would probably love it because he'd be like, this is awesome. Because it's different, simple, right? Yeah. Yeah, I get what you mean with that. Have you ever seen um, Django Unchained? No. It's on Netflix. It's like a Western movie. And it's about this like black slave that gets rescued or whatever by this one guy. And it's it's one of those it's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh it's it's probably like one of my favorite movies. Uh, I think all of Tarantino's movies are pretty they're good sick but they're super long all the time yeah, it's, it's so long but there's there's like a couple scenes that are like gruesome though oh, like yeah. there's some like really gruesome parts and like lexi was like almost throwing up almost really? like, i can't watch it there's like one there's like one scene where this um leonardo dicaprio he's like uh slave lord or whatever mm-hmm. and he owns all these black slaves and he makes he like makes these two black guys like fight each other to the death really yeah and it's like super like gory yeah it's nuts yeah it's interesting to see something like that though right because like it's not all that far off from what's happened in history yeah, that's like that's what I said. That's what I said to like. That's what I was saying to Lexi. I was like, "How will we like this?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "How was this even um, legal?" Yeah. Like it's like that was legal, and I was like, "How? How it was that legal? Like, are, were we so stupid? Like, were we just not? Like, they were just like, oh, these." black people they look different than us so they must be oh lexi was like it's Dar- darwinism or something darwin theory or no what was it? it could be part of it i can't remember the name but there was, there was a theory that this guy had and it was like the skull um there's three parts of the skull blah, blah, blah. if you shave off the skull then like it changes the this, there was a guy that had a theory, and he was stupid, basically. I gotta look, look it up again, what it was called. But but that's interesting to think about, too, with to tie it back to... I don't want to tie everything back to technology, but I think that's one good thing that can come out of having all this informa- information at our fingertips today, is that back in those days, if you were a kid you basically just had your parents to believe, right? So if your parents were slave owners, that's what you believe. You believe, well, that was oh, that's fine. And these people oh, it's are, fine. are a different color skin than us, so they're, they're less than us. Nowadays, you don't necessarily have to believe that because you have the rest of the world at your fingertips, right? You yeah. can kind of form your own opinion. Yeah, it was Darwin's theory where it's like evolution kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? And they thought they thought that the black people were like not advanced. They weren't like fully developed yet, so they were like, "Oh, they're they're just animals." They they were just treating them like animals, and it was just like, "How can you be that stupid?" Yeah, because I was like, "Why?" They're not animals, because why would they be able to talk? Right. They're exactly like you. How are they animals, and why are you treating them like animals? Mm-hmm. 
friggin' dumb. Well, and, and we're guilty of it even further back than what we're talking about right now. Like, North America used to be inhabited by what we know as, like, First Nations people, right? And then way back centuries ago, the Europeans come over and decide that, well, these people don't look like us and they don't do things like us. And they don't seem as advanced as us, even though they, they're getting along just fine. And you just kind of take over. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all throughout history, right? And it's, it's crazy to think about now with what we know. Like, like with our generation, it's, we wouldn't even... It doesn't make thinking like that. It doesn't make sense to us, but probably back then it made sense to them. Right. Because you and only had so that's much the belief. thing. That's the thing. People are like so like they get they would get but they get butthurt about it, right? Right. But that's history. Oh yeah. Like it's just like we weren't there. Right. And that was the situation at the time, and that's just. And what's that? What's that saying? If you don't. Uh, remember history you're doomed to repeat it or something i think there's a lot of truth to that right because yeah like with that that has to stick in people's minds or else it's not that hard to get right back into something like that i know like the holocaust it's like it's like the same thing with the chinese they're like oh yeah they started this virus so now it's like what we're gonna kill chinese then or something yep And we're going to think less of them because they started a virus or something? I don't know. Yeah, it's just, there's so much that's happened in history that's, for people like us, we, like, we can't even comprehend it. But that was normal at some point. Yeah. Well, we have over an hour of uh, audio now. Over an hour, eh? Do you want to end it there for our first, our think, first episode? I think 67 of... minutes is pretty darn good. <laughs> pretty good, we'll eh? We'll wrap it there, folks, and we'll see you next time.